Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We need to have an update on Run for Rob. Here we have Dan again. Maybe for listeners who have never heard about Run for Rob, just give us a little insight. What is it? But first of all, welcome and thank you for all the good work you're doing. Well, thank you, Suzanne, for having me. I appreciate it. If you're not aware, Run for Rob is a charity that I started many years ago post-Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans, where my brother resides. He lives in a group home for those who have mental challenges. He's been institutionalized since birth. About 15 years ago, he was transitioned into a group home that is wonderful and loving and beautiful and caring. I can go on and on. I'm just so enamored. But we, the storm hurricane Katrina hit. Everybody knows the house was severely damaged and a lightning sparked inside of me. We wanted to do what we could to raise whatever we could to help support the house. We started Run for Rob with the idea that every mile I ran or every step I took or every swim that I distanced or every bike that I cycled, you would donate per that mile or that distance or whatever it was. It has grown immensely, which makes me so proud and commend you for being part of Run for Rob and all my friends. And we continue. And as you know, we've dealt with other hurricanes. We had one last year and some more damage happened. And it's sort of that cyclical aspect of living in the South. We're in New Orleans, so it happens. We need to be prepared and do what we can to protect them. And I think me as the podcast host, it's my obligation to check in with you. What's happening? How can we help? Because we know that disability group is the biggest growing group when it comes to diversity. Some people are like, well, what do you mean by that? If we see people like visually impaired, people in wheelchairs, that you see. But you don't see if somebody's dyslexic, if somebody is depressed, or now with the mental health crisis going on, we just need to be here. What you're doing is just amazing. Tell me again, how old is your brother? Then we can peel the onion a little bit on that. Yeah, problem. you're right. The visual aspect of especially being seen, being acknowledged is very much an important factor here in 2022 into 2023, because my brother was born way back, you know, he's 51 right now. And he has outlived his life expectancy by 50 years and four months. Back in the 50s, 60s, early 70s, anyone who had a mental defect or some kind of impairment, it was very, very well known, you were institutionalized, you were put away. And that visual of 
we acknowledge your existence wasn't here because no one saw these individuals. And this is changing over the years, you know, individuals who have Down syndrome are becoming more and more prolific in the community and giving more opportunities. My brother's aspect, he is very challenged, so he has to be full-time care, but we acknowledge his existence. He's here. He's a human. He loves, he hugs. We hug him. You want to make sure he's being cared for and not just thrown away place in a corner somewhere. You're correct that we need to make acknowledgement that this is a community that needs to be heard and seen. And we're doing that. And we're making sure that that him and his other residents, there are five residents in the house, mm. which is wonderful. But the one factor I want to make clear is my brother is the only resident that's not an orphan because all the other five, they have outlived their families. This is what happens when you have someone who has a mental challenge. It doesn't mean their life expectancy is any shorter. It just means they need more help. Some of these parents decided never to have any more children. And because they were afraid it would happen again, we're left with this home, this wonderful, beautiful home of these residents that need to be cared for. I want to make sure that I can do what I can do in order to make sure that not only my brother is taken care of, but the other residents of the house are safe and secure. Should a tree fall on the house and damage the roof or should the driveway need to be repaired or the things that the state will not cover, which don't, please don't ask me about that. That's a whole nother podcast, mm-hmm. politics. We want to make sure we cover those incidences. And that's kind of how Run for Rob has evolved over the years. That the listeners can know, maybe we find a rich sponsor How much money do you need any given year? Well, I mean, I mean if I was dreaming, hundreds <laughs> okay, and let's hundreds dream. of thousands of dollars, let's sure. Dream. But you have to understand, my run for Rob, last year we brought in $6,500. To my mind, I'm thrilled. From a large-scale fundraising aspect, $6,500 is not that much money. But we had a few projects that came up to about $7,500, was the total bill. And they would not have been able to pay that. And we were able to raise around $6,500. And that's a huge chunk. And we were able to help. That is what makes a difference for me. That is what makes a difference for them. Mm-hmm. Sure, I would love to have someone say, here's hundred grand. Go make what you can with this. That's the pipe dream. Sure. Okay. But if I can just raise a little bit here so the burden is taken off of their shoulders, they don't have to sweat as much. That's what we're here for. Anybody who's in the running triathlon community knows how easy in a way it is to raise funds. Like you set up a website or you can even talk to Dan and you can be part of Run for Rob and people can donate. I donate $26.2 yep. every time somebody's running. And I actually got angry with somebody says, oh, they ran the New York City Marathon for whatever foundation. I'm like, they never reached out to me. I always give if a runner is running. Run for Rob always gets something. I cannot spend a hundred thousand, but gets always something from me because I know where the money is going. And I think that's there's a lot of small organizations who need money, but we can do so much good with let's say sixty five hundred per year. You can't. Im- you hit a good point because we have done an immense amount of work with such a small amount of money. Yes, we're not 
the Michael J. Fox Foundation that raises billions and billions and billions. And it's a wonderful charity. I think it's mm-hmm. great. It's a small little mom and pop kind of thing. And, and a little bit goes a long way. We raised that 6,500 with individuals who also put themselves out there because it wasn't just, oh, here's a check. It was, no, no, we're going to run a race together. We're going to do the workout together. We're going to get out there. We're going to battle anybody's issues. And we're going to raise a little bit to help Rob. You have to do both angles to make it work. You mentioned the workout. So I remember it was October. October 9 at 9 o'clock in yep. the morning, not last year, but the year before. Tell us what did we do and we have something cool planned. The workout is, first of all, anyone can do any race. If they're doing a race and they want to be part of the Run for Rob team, we got you. If you want to support races that, that I do, please be part of it. We also want to include people, especially if you're in the New York City area, if you're close by, if you want to come. We do two workouts a year, one in the spring, one in the fall in Central Park. It involves running and it involves burpees. I know everybody's going to be cringing right now, but (laughs) the burpees are where we get all of our frustration out, where we get our anger out, where we learn to dig deep. It's also a quantitatable aspect. We can say, how many burpees did you do? Oh, I did 117. Well, then how about you donate $117 or I did... 30. Okay. Well, how about you donate $30 or get somebody to sponsor you for every burpee you do get a couple people. And in an hour, you did a great workout. You met a lot of great people. You had fun. You got some of your frustrations out. You feel good about yourself and you raised a few dollars here or there for the cause. Do we have a date for 2023? I believe the first one is going to be April 29th. We're going to make sure we're all out there in Central Park. It'll be all on the website. We'll have notifications. We'll have some emails go out. And then the second one will be in the fall. We'll do one for the spring and one for the fall. We'll be there. I don't want to miss that because that's the other thing. When we had that event, I met two actually of your friends. I mean, many more, but yeah. two of your friends and they became guests on my podcast. It's also about networking. We can do something good for ourselves. We do something good for somebody else, run for Rob, and we get to connect with other people. How much more do you want? It's a wonderful thing. And over the years, when it first started, run for Rob was run for Rob. And now it's evolved into who's your Rob? Yes, the the group is called run for Rob, because that means what it means in my heart. But what it's evolving to is what's who's your rob in your life who's the person you're running for is it you it could very well be just you or it could be a brother or a sister or a wife or whoever it is in your life is is your quote unquote your rob that's how it's evolving i'm getting a lot of more interest of individuals saying oh well, you know i have a situation that's like my friend has cancer okay they're your rob let's run for them today let's get out there let's go for a run I'll donate to your cause. You donate to my cause. We're all happy. And it just, that's where the, the growing of this, this movement we want to see. Any other goals that you have for 2023? I, I feel races that I've signed up for, and uh, it always makes me scared. As you know, when you sign up for something, <laughs> you excited, and then you sit down and go, Oh, oh crap. I gotta, I gotta do this now. <laughs> no. So, but it also, when you have that, Rob in your life that you want to strive for and and work for, it makes that race 
you know, okay, I know it's snowing. I know it's raining, but I got to get out there. I got to train. The New York city half is, is a big one for me. Cause it's, I'm just excited. That's what it's just a fun race to be part of. We have a few triathlons on the books thinking about adding a 70.3 in the fall. Not sure yet, you know, seeing how training goes. And so I'm excited about all of that. So we wish you only the best. We see you April 29 for the listeners. If you're not in New York, you can still be part of it. Send some videos. Yes. We can add that to your website. I know that. We can have fun. We can have virtual fun. April 29, we hear more stuff. But thank you so much for the update. And we wish you all the best for Run for Rob for 2020. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking to you and being part of your community as well. If anybody's interested, they can go to runforrob.com. Always a great conversation. Run for Rob. Be part of it. Who is your Rob? Who is your Rob? Thank you so much for updating us. Take it from the Iron Woman. We have episodes every Monday. And also we have the book, Take it from the Iron Woman, Global Business Coaching with Sports Parallels. Don't miss out. There's episodes every week. Bye-bye and thank you.